Wowie, wow, wow. Whoa. Uh, let's avoid talking about this until the end of the show. Yeah. If you don't mind. Oh, 100%. I'd, I'd like to try to do a normal show, and then we can get into it. <sighs> if that's possible. You almost want to just go home, don't you? I wish I was still in my bed. I'm going to Shane Gillis you. Why are we doing this so early? <laughs> I'm going to give the people what they want. Sensation, horror, shock. I'm going to deliver the goods because I'm alive and I'm not backing down. Cuckoo, cuckoo. That ain't funny. <laughs> Disgusting, vomit-inducing thing. Hola, creepos! Welcome to the Creep Off, a show about creeps, by creeps, and literally for creeps right. now. Yeah. Okay, uh, welcome to the show. It's episode 75. Today, Carl and I are going to explore the land of the rising sun and give you our nominations for the biggest creep from Japan! That's correct! Yeah! Last week... We had Olympians, and of course, the Olympics is taking place in Japan. So, there's a theme here, people. We're not just making this shit up. <laughs> there's stuff going on. Well, technically, the people could have picked, like, Russia or China. True. We did but get, they did pick Japan. We did get. And honestly, I think we should do China next week because okay. a couple people made a good point on Twitter. They said China is infinitely more fascinating than Japan. Well, there's a lot more people. <laughs> so, I'm, if you're looking for creeps... Chances are you're going to find more of a them lot, in China. A, a lot of shenanigans in China. I would imagine so. I would you imagine. You know, Mike Berry was in the Navy, right? And he was in China. And he said he watched a lady get murdered on a dock by, like, Chinese forces. He was trying to defect and get to the oh. American ship. So they fucking just straight up killed her. You know, that's odd because I, I always say communism just works. That's what I like, love about communism. It just it just works. It just feels right. So I'm surprised something like that would happen over in China. Yeah. So, I feel like you and I should march. Let's go march. Did we introduce ourselves or anything yet? I don't feel like we haven't. No, we're just, I, we're a mess today, folks. Forgive us. My name is Vinny. Power of power, too sweet to be sour. The people's champion. And this is my co-host. That is one big pile of shit. It's Carl. Hey, Vinny, what's happening, buddy? Let's start uh, talking about uh, creep, shall we? Let's, let's talk about the results. It. Let's do it. I had, I had let's a do fucked weekend, um, so I'm, I'm ready to get into this. Last let's week... Now we got to do the results, yep. Results. Uh, last week, we had uh, creepiest Olympic whatever. Yep. And I picked a uh, an Olympian, a Special Olympics coach, <laughs> who butt-fucked an athlete. You know what's weird about that? I was thinking about it after what? you did that story. And the fact that he told the police that they made out... <laughs> that's what my point was last week? Yeah. Like, I feel like that's worse. Like, uh, if, yeah. if I was a cop and I was like, wait, did you sexually assault that retarded gentleman? He'd be like, yeah. Oh, okay. That makes sense. But if you were like, no, we just made out, I'd be like, oh. Ugh. <laughs> Sir. <laughs> That's that's not cool. Hold on a second. <laughs> that's not good. Hold on a second. I need to call my supervisor to find out if I'm if I either need to arrest you or beat you with a club. <laughs> right. I'm not sure. Right. I'm not sure what to do about that. Either way, it's sir. It's not in the code. I don't approve. Uh, I announce it. Here's the results. All right. So it looks like 54% of the vote went to. Oh, did not get it. 
The winning streak continues. That means I have a solid lead now of four to two in this round. And Vinny, wow, you could be spinning a wheel next week. This is game point. And I have to tell you, buddy, you haven't even finished your consequence from the last time you lost. Either of you, JK. I know. I know. And uh, <laughs> we got to get on this. Well, well I actually have consequences. the next Creeps and Roses episode is tomorrow at noon. Oh, same time today. Excellent. Yes, I have a all star started cast. Can people listen to, online? Do you yes, do we're going to we're going to stream it live in studio. You ready for this? All right. What do we got? Okay. Brian McBride. Okay. Sorry, everybody. Yeah. Well, what do you Mike Barry returning. Mike Barry. Yep. Yep. Justin Brown. Justin Brown is going to be on it. Justin Are you Brown? forced? He's not going to do the homework. He's not going to watch. Well, he's going to watch with the clips, and he's going to probably be really high I, on something. I don't know Justin Brown that well, but one thing that strikes me about him is he's not a guy who's doing a lot of uh, homework. Correct. <laughs> okay. And then sitting <laughs> But he's very funny. By the way, he was the feature for Shane Gillis. Yeah. He had a good weekend. He's he's hilarious. He's he and a really I really good stand. I've known Justin forever, and he yeah. and I hung out after the show. And I was telling him, I said, "I got a bachelor podcast. You want to be out?" He's like, "Yeah, dude." <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> he right. has no idea what he's getting himself into. Yeah, and uh, but uh, Justin Brown, uh, uh, people in our subreddit are big fans of his. But I think he's a very good stand-up comedian. He's a funny comic. He he's a funny guy. We'll yeah. see how he does tomorrow. And then replacing PJ on the show tomorrow is my pal RJ Perpura. Never been on the creep off before. Okay. Uh, came in second in the funniest person in Rochester contest a while okay. ago. Okay. And a very funny guy. So you'll see. That seems and, like uh, too many people, to be honest with you. But okay, good luck. Yeah. With oh, that. yeah. And Casey might Skype in. Yeah. Uh, Casey's internet sounds amazing. I always love when she calls in to uh, who are these podcasts because it gives me an extra 30 minutes of editing time in post, which is a lot of fun. Yeah. It's just fucking noises. <laughs> Casey. <laughs> It's just yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a modem. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that'll be fun. Good. It was like back to the days when Carl was trying to download porn and his sister wanted to use the phone. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm like, I only got one titty. <laughs> Sis, I got right up to above the nipple. Jesus <laughs> Damn Christ! It. This Photoshop of Jennifer Aniston's titties will never come out. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's. <laughs> to start the fucking show. Since you won and you're on game point, why don't you go ahead? Rumble! All right. So, creepiest Japanese person, I submit Sutomu Miyazaki. Tell he, me more. He was born with a deformity. Sutomu was born with a defect in his hands that prevented his wrists from moving upward. It's genuinely very bad luck, as it's a very rare birth defect with only about 150 cases in the whole country. His family considered surgery, but they were told that, even with the surgery, only about 1 in 100 cases would see any sort of recovery. Interesting. I'd still take that over the club feet. Oh, okay, I see what you did there. His hands are fucking weird. They are so bizarre. His fingers are really long. His thumb, like, wraps around on the one side. Not only was it hard for him to use them, but they looked like the hands of Nosferatu. Long and thin and gnarled and utterly creepy looking. Like Mr. Burns' fingers? W way worse, but yeah. Ugh. Really gross. So that didn't help him make friends. He didn't have a lot of friends. Really? When he was growing up. I'd have him steal candy for me. So what he uh, did, creepy fingers. What he did was he got in. I don't think you'd want to eat the candy if he touched it. Uh, it it's pretty creepy. Do they make gloves for mutants? No, they for don't. spider finger <laughs> mutants. <laughs> the answer is no. Okay, I've looked on Amazon. They do not. Yeah, uh, they barely make shoes for me. <laughs> <I don't 
There's a whole croc <laughs> store, dickhead. So that's true. You got to go to Syracuse to get to it. Uh, we'll get to our sponsor later, Vinny. I know you want to jump the gun. All that sweet Syracuse money coming in. He got into video tapes a lot. He was like trading videos. He was in this club where they're all trading videos with each other and stuff. Yeah. And uh, anime. They loved him because he could just put his little pinky finger in the thing and just rewind a tape real quick. He soon graduated from comics and horror movies to watching Japanese pornography. It was later discovered he had amassed over 5,763 of these Screamadelic videos, and as weird as they can be, it wasn't enough. And soon he was into anime and illegal films whose victims were children. Oh, he no. once said about normal Japanese pornography, they black out the most important part. Oh no! So <laughs> That's a good point. Oh, hold on. Hey. Hold on. Yes, they do. It's <laughs> a good point. They're a very repressed people the more I learn about it's, this. It's weird, yeah. Yeah, but my question is, is Screamadelic, is that like one of George Clinton's bands? <laughs> like, what, what is Screamadelic? <laughs> Did he, like, lose the rights to Funkadelic again? Yeah, and... Screamadelic is like the metal version. Right. Bootsy Collins was not in it. So his, his parents, they didn't really pay much attention to him. He had two sisters. He didn't get along with How very could you well. not pay attention to the spindly-fingered kid in the corner? Well, he actually grew up in a very wealthy family. His dad owned the newspaper. Oh. They were very wealthy, very well-to-do, very highly regarded in the community. And he loved his grandfather. You think they had to, like, hide his hands from everybody? They did not I want think people so. to see I it. think they were ashamed. Did they have to, like, cut holes in his pockets so that his fingers would fit? Yes. Put your hands in your pockets, so, like his dirty little hands. And actually, I didn't even think about this, but think about him jerking off with that tiny little Japanese penis and these giant hands. That must have been like really ridiculous. It's like trying to grab something with like tweezers. <laughs> it's like, like that. It's like that game when you're trying to like grab the stuffed animal. Oh no! The crane thing. Oh no! All right, let's get through this, please. So he was very close with his grandfather, who unfortunately passed away in 1988. It was in May of 1988 that Miyazaki's grandfather passed away, the only person he really genuinely seemed to like. After the funeral, Miyazaki would eat a portion of his ashes uh, in order to keep a piece of him with him. Uh, okay. Okay. Um... I would have snorted it, but... Isn't that what Keith Richards did? Did he? Yeah, he snorted his dad. He wrote about it in his book. Oh, Keith Richards is a fucking weirdo. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Hall of Favor. Still going, though. This is him and his relationship with his family. Things went downhill after the death of Grandpa. On one occasion, Miyazaki was caught spying on one of his sisters as she showered. She expressed her concern, and rather than apologize, he beat her up. His mother admonished him for crime one and crime two, and so he beat her up too. <laughs> he beat up his sister and his mom. No, like, I don't know if that hit me as hard as just the guy reading this. And then he beat her up. And he beat her up. Uh, he's, he's got a great apologize. delivery. Great delivery. Great I delivery. like this guy. I would have subscribed to that channel. <clears throat> so All wait right. a second. The sister's in the shower, and she sees, like, fucking Nosferatu fucking fingers yeah. on the curtain, like, psycho. Oh, no, the camera. Yeah, this the guy's camera. videotaping and, and photographing uh, everything. The Japanese in the 80s, people might not realize this, yeah. obsessed with photos. Yeah. They were taking pictures of everything well, all the time. They did win the digital imaging wars. They did. They did. And, um... It was almost actually, I believe, a stereotype. What do you think about Japanese people and their cameras? 
really into it. I don't understand the reference. On August 22nd, 1988, Miyazaki abducted a four-year-old from oh, a park no. in Tokyo. He took her to a quiet spot under a bridge, and the two chatted for around 30 minutes. He then strangled her and proceeded to engage in sexual acts with her corpse. He stripped her and took home her clothes. Um, so he murdered and raped a four-year-old. Right, in that a order. dead body. In that order. Yeah, Correct. yeah, I caught it. Correct. I caught it. Yes. So he... I like that they had a 30-minute conversation, though. I'd love to know what that was about. Probably cameras. <laughs> <laughs> That's this, not good. This is getting heinous. This is getting a bit heinous. Yeah, this one, this one down here from, like, peeping on his sister. Yeah. So. Like beating up his sister now seems kind of like fun. Beating up his sister, beating <laughs> right? up his mother. Yeah, now that seems like kind of cool and fun compared yeah. to this. Well, like this guy was just doing Fonzie shit. It gets worse. Now, keep in mind, Japan does not have a lot of crime. They are not, especially in the 80s, they're not concerned about children being out by themselves or, or walking to school. They, It's not a big deal. Yeah. Because there aren't people like this. Yeah. That exist in Japan. Yeah. Except for this guy. I believe they get cold. Yeah. He would check on the body every now and then. During this time, he would call the victim's family repeatedly, saying nothing and breathing heavily into the receiver. <laughs> they tried their best to ignore the calls, but the phone would continue ringing for 20 minutes at a time <laughs> all day. After a few days, he then returned to the body where he removed the hands and feet. He took them home, keeping them in his closet. He burned the rest of the body, ground it down into powder, and mailed the ashes to her family, Aww. along with a few teeth and photos of her clothes. Attached was a postcard saying, Mari, cremated, bones, investigate, prove. Uh, that's a dick move. You, you murdered the daughter, and now you're gonna torment the family over it? Listen, I am not nice, I am not kind. This guy's a creep. But remember, so, the, remember, like the first or second episode of this show we ever did. I go, what is a creep? I don't even know. Like, yeah, how do you define that, this? Is it? Sure, this is it. Absolutely. You murder, rape a four-year-old, cut off her hands and feet, keep that shit, burn the rest of the body, and send the ashes to the parents. Going ha -ha. and creepy phone calls. Which, by yes. the way, I'm gonna defend them on. When you have long, creepy, spindly fingers, if you could dial a phone, God bless you. <laughs> He can dial a phone from the other room. What are you talking about? He's lousy with dialing phones. <laughs> He's doing the, he had the old rotary. Well, it didn't stop there, Vinny. It didn't stop there. Soon after, he did the same with a seven-year-old girl who had been walking around by herself. Again, he engaged in necrophilia, and he did that at the exact same spot where he had done it before. He kept the clothes again, presumably for later gratification. He took his third victim, another four-year-old, just a couple of months after. He drove her to the prefecture of Saitima to a parking lot and took photos of her while she was alive. He dumped her body there and left her clothes close by in a green area. Again, he sent the parents a postcard, but this time he used letters cut out from magazines. So apparently his, his handwriting was such that it was unique, which you'd understand. Yeah. yeah Although yeah, if, yeah, if yeah. you can fucking write Because anything, he can't hold a pencil and he had to write with his fucking toes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If, if you could write anything in Japanese, I'm pretty sure that you could be a brain surgeon in the U.S. It's impressive. It's not an easy thing to learn. It's not. It's like you're drawing pictures, and I suck at drawing. Do you know what I always thought was interesting is how people always say, like, English is the hardest language to learn. I'm yeah. like, no. Have you seen this? <clears throat> yeah. Have, you, have seen, you people seen this? Have you seen Japanese? Yeah. They have 5,000 letters in their alphabets. <laughs> 5,000. 
Yeah. Like, we had to learn 26, and I was like, ah, I don't know if I can get through all of these. <sighs> all right, so the third victim you heard, another four-year-old. Apparently, this girl had it coming. It was at this point that Erica began to grumble at him and give him that look. The look of disgust and hatred that he would get from his own sisters. Once she started to scream, he kicked her in what he described as the area around her heart. He then strangled her, killed her, and drove off. He threw away her clothes and left her body in a parking lot. He doesn't like the disapproval, that look, that look that he got. Well, listen, man, do I need to be judged all the time when I'm abducting a kid? So Do I really need to have Little Miss Perfect? <laughs> so there's been three me. victims so far. What's next for this guy? About six months later, he took a wandering five-year-old girl from a park. He took her to his car, killed her, then covered her in a sheet and took her home with him. There he spent two days molesting the dead girl, and he took photos and videos of this. All right, well, good thing he's capturing all of this on video and photographs. That's always helpful. By the way, back then you had to get film processed. You had to take it to a place. People, yeah. People see the photos. If you were into this dude's kind of kink, you had to know a guy. <laughs> no shit. Yeah. Well, could it get worse, Vinny? Could it get worse? It does. When it began to rot, he cut it into pieces and disposed of it in a nearby cemetery and in the hills near his house. He kept one hand, eventually eating pieces of it and drinking the blood. After a few weeks, he began to fear that the body would be too easy to find. So he went back, gathered the pieces, and hid them in his closet back home. Yeah, never find them there. Yeah, well, they did. Mm. So this guy is now eating mm. the victims, drinking blood. Mm. And he won't shut up about it. <laughs> in February, he put some of the remains of his first victim into a box and mailed it to a local newspaper along with a letter anonymously admitting to the crime. In March, he would write a letter admitting to the second crime as well, along with sending a letter to the victim's family. He, this guy needed a lot of attention, apparently. Well, his family didn't pay him any. He did, yeah, right, exactly. So he needed a lot of attention. So well, somebody was just nice to old spindle fingers. It, yeah, his grandpa. Because yeah. it was after his grandpa passed away that he became this lunatic. What did this grandpa have to tell this kid every day? I don't know. Like, could you imagine the conversations like, no... Don't kill that little girl. <laughs> We're going to go get ice cream. Don't eat the cat. The, like, cat. the cat is our friend. Right. What are the conversations <laughs> that the grandpa's having that the parents aren't? I don't know, man. Um, fortunately, he was caught before he did anything to the fifth victim by the potential fifth victim's father. He got caught soon after this when he was attempting to insert a zoom lens of a camera inside a young girl's vagina. What? <laughs> yes. <laughs> the father witnessed this. What? Beat the living hell out of this guy. Yeah. Which was great. Yeah. So the guy had had his car there and the father beat up so bad that he had to run away. He ran home. So then the police. He was trying to fumble with his car keys. <laughs> <laughs> Just couldn't get him because it was fucking big. So then the police. Guess what they did, Vinny? What? Waited by the car for him to come back to it. So a couple of plainclothes policemen simply waited around by his car for him to come back and get it, which he did, and he was promptly arrested. <laughs> Dummy. Could you uh, describe that to us? Yeah. Uh, you know Slender Man? <laughs> <laughs> he 
could have been in the Fantastic Japanese Four. Japanese Slenderman. In a different world, it would have been Fantastic Four. Yeah. Uh, now, this is the most Japanese part of this of this story. You ready for this, Vinny? This is very predictable. They put him on in a TV game show. <laughs> <laughs> Close. Okay. In true Japanese style, the father took his own life a few years later after this huge loss of honor. Yeah, good. You did a bad job. You really did. You didn't do a good job. He didn't do a good job. And I'm not saying you had to die for it, but that was your choice. So, Vinny, we've already heard that four little girls have been murdered, and he's had sex with their corpses, and he ate one of them. And Could it get worse than that? It turned out he hurt animals, as many serial killers do before they turn their attention to human flesh. He strangled his pet dog to death and killed two cats, one of which he boiled to death. Boiled a cat? Shit, I should have started with that. Crazy. That would be a terrible thing to have to do with really long skinny fingers is try to subdue a cat and get it into a boiling Ugh, pot. Dude. Because it's got so much to bite down on and claw at those giant hands. He probably just thought he was getting a bath. He's probably, he's probably excited about it, jumping into the pot. I don't want to talk about it, Vinny. I don't want to talk right. about boiling cats anymore. Can All we right. not? All right. Can we just not? Carl's going to be done after this episode, folks. I'm not even kidding. I, this, this might be my tap out moment. All right. Keep going. Right here. All right. So he was convicted. They tried to pull the he's crazy card. He had no remorse. He was totally fine with... He actually enjoyed the court trial. He was like, hey, look at me. I'm a celebrity. Everyone's looking at me. He's all excited. This is big, finally waving at the camera for the first time in his life. <laughs> with his E.T. hand. <laughs> his death sentence was upheld, and Miyazaki was hanged on June 17, 2008. Yay! He was hanged in 2008? They still do hangings over in Japan. Did you know that? No, but that's awesome. That's pretty neat. I'm good with it. I'm fine with that. It took him a while. He was doing this shit in 88, and then in 2008, they finally did something about it. But hey! That's uh, a fun end to the story. So that's my creep this week. Uh, thank you to Alex and uh, Sutomu Miyazaki. Igor sent you that story? Yes, he did. Oh, that bastard. Yeah, he's a good guy. That rap bastard. I do like Alex. He's a good well, guy. Thank you so much. I had a so fun much. chat with Kaya last night. Oh, yeah? I was trying to pick him my creep. What's going on with uh, our buddy Kaya? Oh, no, we were just chatting, and uh, he told me not to go with the person that I picked. But I really don't have a choice today, Carl. Mm. I really don't. I had to pick somebody who is so devious and evil that all we know him by is his evil last name. Okay. My creep, ladies and gentlemen, the valet to Yokozuna, Mr. Fuji. <laughs> okay. That bastard. Mr. Fuji, all right. Brett the Hitman Hart oh, walked Jesus into the Christ. fabulous Caesars Palace for WrestleMania Everybody 10 drink. With the heavyweight championship. Kaya was right. And when Brett had been beaten mercilessly, the excellence of execution stood up and fought off the 500-pound behemoth, knocked him over, and got him into the sharpshooter. <laughs> and here's what happened, Carl. Please look at your screen. He's been in the sharpshooter right now. Hit, man, hit, man. Powder to the eyes. And the referee could not see it. The referee didn't see it, Carl. That is some cheating right there. My heart was broken. That was some cheating. And I also heard that after this, he married Vic's mother. It's the same guy. No shit. 
okay, it's not real. My creep is not really. Oh, Mr. Fuji, damn, I, I was hoping it was. I was like, yes. I just felt win. like we needed a little palate cleanser. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> we need some palate cleanser right. today. I mean, God forbid we wouldn't talk about wrestling for an entire episode. God forbid. I won't allow it. My creep this week. With the lady. <laughs> yeah. The Japanese ladies. Her name is Miyuki Ishikawa. Okay. Now, uh, I think we know that things in Japan weren't all that great in the late 40s. Yeah. <laughs> they were up to some shit over there. Well, they were trying to survive after we bombed them. Well, no, but but Vinny, there, are, there were people for 20 years after that still fighting the war. Yes. They, they were a deranged society at that time. Well, let's not feel bad for the Japanese. They were fucked. Prepare to not feel bad, ladies yeah, and gentlemen. Yeah. I mean, listen, I, I, I know I'm German, so I might sound like I'm biased on this one. I'm trying to deflect. Now, <laughs> I'm not trying to deflect. The Japanese were pretty fucked. Now, I'm just going to say something here. Yeah. Um, I was going to pick your guy, but you texted me first. Yes, that's why I never do this too. And I texted Vinny, and actually, he, I was going to did WATP a day early. Yeah, he got on the creep off a day early, yep. and he texted me, he goes, "I picked this guy," and I went, "Motherfucker!" Boom, boom, so boom. So I, sp- I sent Kai, and I were going back and forth on people. Uh-huh. And then I found this story late last night. Okay, this is a society that really didn't have a lot of things figured out at this point, and that's the only reason this was able to happen. Miyuki was a midwife, okay? And she ended up working at the Kotobuki Maternity Hospital in Tokyo. Now, she ended up being promoted and promoted, and she became the director. So she's in charge of the whole place. Yeah. Okay. She's the director of maternity at a time when food and space were at a premium, Carl. Yeah. Abortion wasn't legal at the time. Okay. Many couples were having kids they weren't able to financially take care of. And uh, our girl, Miyuki, saw this and also knew that charitable donations were not rolling in. So she came up with a plan to solve this problem. Great. Yeah. She's a real go-getter. I like problem solvers. She's a go-getter. Don't come to me with problems. Come to me with solutions. So not only did she come up with a solution, Carl, she came up with a solution that would make her and a couple of her pals a a little bit of cake. On the side. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. A little cake for the chip. Women were coming in and giving birth and abandoning their kids at the hospital because they just didn't have the means to take care of them. Yeah. So uh, her solution was if you don't feed them. Yeah. You know, they, the, problem solves the problem solves itself. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, she turned that into a business. Okay. Not feeding children is her business. I, by the way, I, I also do that. I also do not feed children. These women were coming in. They knew they didn't have the means. And her husband would go to them and say, hey, listen, you're going to come into the hospital. You're going to have the baby. You don't want to have it. You're going to pay us. We got you. They would pay them. She would pay a doctor that worked there because she was in charge. She would pay this doctor to falsify death certificates for babies. And they just had a room full of children, little newborn babies that they let starve to death. Oh, my. We're talking hundreds of babies, Carl. Yeah. They let... I just want you to sit... This is a good... What did that that smell like? (laughs) 
Not good. <laughs> I can't imagine that was good. Here's what happens. The problem is when you're just letting newborns starve by the barrel full. <laughs> yeah. What's the problem with that video? Uh, you run out of room because you're a hospital. <laughs> you're, you're in a hospital, right? Yeah, yeah, right. So you got to figure out how to get rid of them. So, like, what do you do? Do you bury them somewhere? And one night, two police officers walking and patrolling in the neighborhood of the hospital mm-hmm. discover the corpses of five newborn babies wrapped up in blankets that very clearly belong to the hospital. And it wasn't even prom season. So, was it so they were very suspicious. January. It was January. <laughs> very suspicious about this. The winter ball, maybe. I mean, you'd, you'd find four or five corpses around in May, but... Right. So the cops start investigating this. They get to the hospital, and they very quickly discover what's happening because there's rooms full of starving. Yeah, a lot of evidence. There's imagine. a lot of evidence. Yep. And there were nurses there who knew this was going on. I would imagine a lot of people knew it was going and on. And they quit. Okay. And they never reported her. Interesting. Why is that? Because they were just like, fucking society sucks. Yeah. Yeah, the Japanese are, are very different than us. Yeah. Very different. So it turns out that they were also paying a mortician and a guy who ran a temple to hide the bodies over there. After this, they go to a mortician's house. They found 40 dead babies. Okay. They go to the temple. They found another 30 dead babies. Now, they got arrested quickly, but they started arguing in the press with the media, that they weren't the ones who did anything wrong here. Okay. We didn't do anything. All we did was not feed them. Yeah, that, that would be the problem. The parents abandoned them. <laughs> it was the parents' well, job to feed the babies. I, I, honestly, you These could make... fucking jailhouse lawyers. You could oh, make that argument. The, they the parents did. are, you know, kind of in, in with us. They did. Yeah. And they were let out of jail while the police were still investigating Interesting. it. And then they found... More babies. Yeah. 169 children that they were able to tie to these two. 69. 169, Carl. (laughs) Yeah. And they had to be arrested again. And the Japanese courts didn't really give a fuck because they were like, what are they going to do with these babies anyway? Would you like to know how much time? The Japanese courts were like, who gives a shit? Who gives a fuck? They absolutely were. (laughs) Japanese struggling with these people. They absolutely were. (laughs) They starved hundreds of babies to death. Yeah. And they go in front of the court, and the court was like, listen, here's the deal. We're going to find you guilty of a crime of omission. Okay. Basically, your crime was just not doing what you probably should have done. Sure. But it technically wasn't your job. It was the parents' job. That technicality fucking worked. They were found guilty of the crime of omission. She was sentenced to eight years in prison. Okay. The doctor... And her husband were both sentenced to six years in prison. Okay. Then they appealed, and they got their sentences cut in half. Oh, good. They good got for them. three, and she got four years. Lawyer up. She got out of prison. Isn't that the lived- thing we always talk about on the show? These these idiots don't lawyer up. They're always incriminating themselves. Like you got to have a defense. Yeah. Nice. Hundreds of babies they let starve <clears throat> to death, Carl. Yeah. That's what my point is. Yeah. Hundreds of babies they let starve to death, and we're just like meh. And when the kids they were, just stacked them. They just threw them in the fucking floor in a room. When the kids were crying for milk and, and food and water, they were just like, Lick, lick, lick my balls! <laughs> yes, they were. <laughs> yeah! That is my treat this week. <laughs> All right, that's pretty good. Uh, Miyoki Ishikawa, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, she's a late-term abortionist. <laughs> very late-term. A very late-term <laughs> abortionist. All right. Vote Vinny. Thank so, you. Uh, All right, so four years in, in jail. 
was what your your my my creep for was mass hanged. murder mass murder my creep was hanged a mass murderer got the death penalty your creep got four years all right well let's we'll go to the creepbob.com and vote for who you think is the bigger creep <laughs> mass Vinny murder Smitty, baby Vinny Smitty. fucking murder all We're right. gonna, uh, voicemails this yeah, week. They're brought to us by our good friends in Syracuse. The Creep Off voicemail segment is brought to you by the City of Syracuse. The university's women's basketball coach, Quentin Hillsman, was recently fired due to bullying. After a thorough investigation, the administration was shocked to learn that they were still paying for women's basketball. <laughs> See you in Syracuse. Very well done. Hey, guys. I just wanted to thank Vinny for mentioning my friend Eric in the show. Vinny, I think you're really funny and totally not fat at all. Look, look out, a black little spider. I'll get it. Okay. I don't get it, but it's South Park reference, right? Is that what that was? Okay. Next. Every episode, the biggest creep, it's obvious. It's Vinny Peacups. How dare you? What kind of man who's in his late 30s, a fat sack of shit, Flex wrestling dolls is yep. so thirsty to get listeners for this half-ass shitty podcast. Pathetic creep of the week. Anytime Vinny Peacups mentions Carl, well, I need to mention the creep off. I ain't talking about the creep off. Cringe of the week, right there, you yeah. fat fuck. Agreed. Agreed. Well, and my, if you could hear it, how many times it happens off the air. My response to that is. Um, did you talk to Kumia about uh, the creep off? I didn't. I didn't bring it up. It didn't oh, come up okay. a conversation. I understand. Just didn't come up. Great episode, by the way. <laughs> Thank you, buddy. I yeah. listened to it. It was very Who good. Who are these podcasts this week? We had Anthony Kumia and uh, Reliving Jocktober. So you didn't plug your show on your show. Okay, good. Keep moving. Vinny, did I call in? this week? No. Interesting, because you called in. I called in. Yeah, you called in. I don't remember that. Hey, Carl, it's me, a Vinny. Yeah, that's me. I was a thinking about my good friend, Andrew Cuomo. And uh, my paisan. all wrong. He's just an Italian, like myself. Hey, we're all passionate people. Whoa, whoa. Just the same. Also, <laughs> feel free to have the rest of my creep off Patreon money for the rest of Biden's print. I don't remember saying that. Nice. I know I didn't say from that. From Amelia to you, ciao, Pagan. Now, hold on Thank a second. Thank you. Vinny, that was really sweet. That's a nice gesture. How fucking wild is it that Cuomo, like the attorney general does an investigation yeah. into him, comes back and says, yeah, he did it. It's pretty credible. And his response is, I'm Italian. No, his response is a video montage. Of him being a creep with everybody. See, look at me. I'm an asshole with everyone. That's the worst defense ever. This guy, I, I really hope that he's he's charged with crimes. I, I want this guy to go to jail. Oh, my God. You were living your best week ever until this weekend, weren't you? Yes. Yes. What's happening to Cuomo? And my favorite part is this, Vinny. President Joe Biden. All right. He's the president of the United States. You would think he would be like Andrew's boss. Right, because he's like he's like all of our boss. He's he's the president. He goes, Cuomo, you need to resign. And Cuomo goes, Nah, no, I'm gonna stay right where I am. I'm good. You're done, Andrew. It's done. It's over. <laughs> it's like fucking John Rambo. Nothing is over. Nothing is over. You can't over. just turn it off. I'm the governor. 
It's over, buddy. You thought it's so funny because a year ago at this time, he's gonna be the next president. This guy is amazing. Do you, do you he's got remember PowerPoint when... slides? He's got charts. I... He's the greatest governor of all time. And now they're like, uh, buddy, you might be going to prison. Uh, so hold on a second. <laughs> I love it. Do you know how everybody predicted that Trump was gonna be dragged out yes! of the White House cricket screen? Yes. And it might be Cuomo. It's Cuomo. It's gonna Cuomo might end up being they're dragged like, out. Like, Dude, we're gonna impeach you. Are you going to make us go through with this? Because we, we don't want to. <laughs> I loved it. I was watching Anthony Kubia's show. He's like, well, if if he uh, resigns, then who who is the lieutenant governor? I'm not even sure who it is. Kathy Hochul. And they pull up, they pull up Kathy Hochul, and he goes, that's his wife? The lieutenant governor's? <laughs> oh, this isn't good. <laughs> oh, she sucks, too. Good luck, everybody. <laughs> I know, I know. She really sucks. I know. Let's leave this state, Minnie. Can we please? Where do you want to go? North Carolina? We're going to South Carolina with your buddy Anthony? I might go to South Carolina to live with Aunt and Missy. Or uh, or we go to Florida or Texas. I hear Austin has a comedy scene now. I don't know. Mike Berry has some stories about Austin. He yeah. didn't like it much. He yeah, wandered in a bunch of shit. Let me tell you what he says. He says on multiple occasions he walked in on like in parks, gay orgies. Oh. Yeah. He says people are just what's fucking the, all over the what's parks. What's the bad part? What's the bad part, Austin, though? Because you said they, they the were, smell. They were bad. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I think it's time for a scum parade. I don't. I got a couple more voicemails. Uh, everybody's being mean to me today. This is the biggest fucking scandal since the fucking 2020 election. I'm convinced. Vinny, he's dog whistling left and right. Yep. All of his fucking supporters, all of Vinny's, you know, whatever, fat Italian followers, they're racist, they're terrible for this country, what? they're ruining everything. Yep. They're stealing elections. Yep. I, I know he's, I've heard the Russians that he's polluting with on last episode. Correct. I heard from the Chinese prime minister. Yep. Called in when that, uh, it confirms that Vinny's colluding. Yep. Carl, get a hold of your fucking show, man. They're ruining the creep off, yes. and Vinny's people are ruining the country. He's dog whistling, yep. and he's got racists running rampant. Take care of it, please, because I'm starting to panic. I'm pulling my hair out over here. I know. Here. Me too, buddy. Handle I know. It. I'm trying. There's no Vin dog whistles Vinny, here. Vinny's fat tits, Vinny P tits needs to go to fucking Gitmo. That's what I need to see happen so I can turn my fucking TV off. All right. Make it fucking happen, please. By, by the way, that, listen, that voicemail is going to get played. I want everyone to listen to me. Times. I want you to listen to me right now, everybody. <laughs> I do not want you to cheat for me. Excelsior. True believers. Do not cheat for Vinny. Excelsior. His back True may be believers. up against the wall. It may be getting <laughs> oh, dog whistle. Dog whistle. Dog whistle. But I do not <laughs> think that cheating for me is going to solve anything, except maybe give me another opportunity next week. To get more points. Yeah, right, Excelsior. Last, last True believers. Voice, last voicemail here. Dog whistle. Dog whistle. <laughs> Vinny's one big 600-pound fat Italian dog whistle. You? You're calling the troops up. We all get it. That's so. <laughs> I mean, that's not funny. Let's not, let's not uh, do that. You think it's funny? And you laughing? Don't fucking laugh again. Call me fatso. <laughs> what is this, like 1976? <laughs> Cause Vinny's a hey, bubble pie. Fuck you, dude. And Carl's a weirdo. 
I'm not kidding around. They're both degenerate psychopaths with no business in a civilized society. And they're gonna take you on a scum parade. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the scum parade. We're gonna start in Middlesboro, Kentucky. A Bell County man was charged Monday in a 2020 case of video voyeurism in a hospital restroom. Mm. The one place where you think you're safe. It's not, not from COVID. It's but not a place where I get horned up. I can tell you that. The hospital restrooms are not a place where I am uh, can't contain myself. Just watching people's like cancer shits. Oh, cancer shits. Uh, the initial report was taken <laughs> January 17th, 2020, after a cell phone was found under a sink in a restroom at Middlesboro, Ar- Arkansas, or uh, ARH Hospital. Mm-hmm. This is Kentucky. According to the report, the cell phone had a motion-activated app that was, when triggered, would supply the installer live footage. On Monday, August 2nd, 2021, the cell phone owner, 49-year-old Carl Rains, was contacted at his home, taken to police headquarters in Middlesboro, where he admitted to investigators he worked in maintenance at the hospital and, quote, watched three women use the restroom while the cell phone was there. So I see stories like this, and I think maybe the Amish are onto something. Because think about it. After Mm -hmm. 1850, Mm -hmm. has anything been invented that's made our lives better? On, on Frontier Airlines last week, they had to duct tape a guy to his seat. Okay. Because he was so unfucking un- ruly. You have this all wrong. I, I think the Amish are on it. Let's have get, this. Let's get cell phones out of the hands of people. You are so wrong. But maybe the cell phones need to be gone. But back in the old days, if we were doing this Amish style, yeah. it's you're hiding in the fucking outhouse. Like to see this. <laughs> so this did technically technology yeah. did make this you were better. Digging a, another hole in the outhouse and, yes. and crawling into it. Yes. <laughs> okay. It might not be the view you wanted. You're not getting the view from under the sink. You're God. getting uh, you're getting the view from under the spigot. I went to um, I, was, I my band played a music festival this past weekend, and there are porta johns there. It was it was uh, out in the country. Can people stop shitting in porta johns, please? That's it's gross. It's real. It doesn't go anywhere. It just sits there. Yeah, it's fun. It's just piles of shit on top of each yeah, other. Yeah, it's fun to shit on other people's shit, isn't and it? And then I don't know how to breathe when I'm inside it, tinkling as you do, because you breathe through your nose and you smell it, but you breathe yeah. through your mouth and you're eating it. So it's it's a weird predicament to be in. Anyway. So this fucking guy, video voyeurism is a class D felony that carries a sentence of five to ten years. That's okay. a pretty hefty penalty for watching a number two. <sighs> yeah, I mean, lock him up forever. I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't have any remorse for this guy. I don't have any remorse yeah. for someone. By the way, if I leave my phone somewhere, that freaks me the fuck out. Like, the last thing I want to do is leave my phone at work. Like, fuck, my phone. This guy's like, oh, I'll just leave my phone here. This, yeah. will, this will be great. But this thing was, like, mounted. Yeah, oh, I know. Yeah, this guy's a I fucking piece of shit. Yeah. So you want to go down to Georgia, Carl? Let's go to Georgia. Rex, Georgia. Police say a Georgia man shot his girlfriend during an argument. Okay. Do you want to know what the argument was about? What was it about? Motherfucker couldn't remember his goddamn password for his unemployment account. Oh, well then, why didn't she give it to him? Wouldn't that have solved the conflict? Yeah, well, let me tell you what I he did. I don't understand. So, so she's like, oh, I'm the victim Yeah. because I wouldn't give him his password for the unemployment yeah. website. Yeah. But why didn't you give him the password? Yeah. Well, he did what any of us would do in that situation. He shot her four times in the arm. Yeah. Yeah. 
with their newborn baby in the house. Yep. And uh, he grabbed, she grabbed the child and ran from the house. By the time. Don't grab the child. You're the one getting shot at. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to get the baby killed, you idiots. <laughs> <laughs> human shield. Human shield. Is she the idiot, Carl? You're looking at everything all wrong. Am you're, I? Yes. Put the baby in front of you and run. <laughs> right at him. Captain America style. Flip that fucking baby at that guy like it was the shield. Yes. Just throw it right at his face. So the women told the police what happened. He was arrested, and the cops said he was under the influence of drugs and alcohol. And they uh, arrested him, can you believe it, on charges of aggravated assault. So I hate this thing where it's like, oh, he was under the influence of drugs and alcohol. We all are. I don't like that that's an excuse for doing something that's ridiculous. Yeah. Like, I'm under the influence of drugs and alcohol all the time. Try to do this show sober. <laughs> yeah, right. Give it a shot. Oh, try to do the research for this show sober. It's not fun. No, man. I always have just a fucking little scotchy scotch scotch next to my desk. We're always high. And I start on Sunday mornings. We're always drunk. Gone. And we're never shooting our girlfriends in the arm for passwords. Yeah. But so I, I don't like that excuse. Yeah. And neither one of us are technically employable, but yet we make a living. <laughs> <laughs> Go figure. Not for much longer, I wouldn't imagine. Yeah, we're fucked. So uh, that is... <laughs> Someone says trying to listen to the show sober. Right! That's my point! Yeah. <laughs> the show about drugs, by drugs, <laughs> for drugs. Now, uh, let's go to Lincoln, Arkansas, shall we? Yeah. This is a fun story. A 54-year-old woman, Washington County woman, was arrested on Monday on charges of abuse of a corpse and financial identity fraud after her mother was allegedly found dead wrapped in newspaper. She made her, her a mommy. mommy a mummy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> newspaper mummy. It's fun. Yeah, her mommy's a mummy now. Uh, in their shared home in Lincoln, Arkansas. Oh, I wonder what that smelled like. Now, <laughs> Jeannie Pike is accused of living with the body of her mother, Gloria Pike, and continuing to use her social security disability money that was being deposited into her mother's account every month. Now, the mother's brother lives on the same property. Yes. And he's just like, where's your mom? And she's like, ow. Well, she's she has cancer. Where is she? Is she okay? She's out with her friends and like she made Taking excuses up for months. Yeah, she's sleepy today. Finally, the the uh, the brother contacts the police. The police come and investigate it, and she says, "Yeah, mom's not here. She wouldn't let the cops." And she goes, "Mom's not here. Right? She's out traveling with her friend." Sure. And the cops are like, "Okay," and they start investigating what's going on, and uh, they start looking at the mom's bank account records and credit card uh, records. Uh, upon subpoenaing Gloria Pike, the mother's bank account records, authorities say it showed a transaction July 27th, 2021 at a Dollar General. Okay. Surveillance footage from the store. Do they have other stores there in Arkansas? No. Nope. It's only nope. Dollar General. My right? brother-in-law is the manager of a Dollar General in Alabama. <laughs> yeah. And let me tell you something. I believe that. That place is hopping. I believe it. That place is hopping. Story checks out. Dude, he's like an eligible bachelor down there. <laughs> they just bought a big old house. They fucking love him. He's got Dollar General money. Yeah, no in shit. In Alabama. Manager, huh? Wow. Mr. Manager. <laughs> so... They found they viewed her and it's her using her mother's check card at the Dollar General. Mm. So they get a search warrant for the house. The authorities say the house was in deplorable living conditions, no running water, human shit and urine collected in buckets and jugs all throughout the house. Do you think they had air conditioning going? Yeah, no. Probably in not, Arkansas right? summer. You know what? This would be an awesome episode of Hoarders. I I'm obsessed with the show Hoarders. I used to yeah. watch it all the time. And there would be ones where they'd find like the the woman had a cat that had died. 
five years ago. Yeah. And it was just like in the carpeting. I was like, I was like, get it stuffed. Yeah. And and this would be an amazing episode if they had a hoarders and like the mom is just wrapped up in a newspaper. <laughs> like, um, what is this over here? Oh, yeah, I've been meaning to do something with that. I was gonna put her on eBay. I <laughs> I mean we'll figure it out. Yeah, I was gonna dedicate to uh, you know science. I was gonna call a lab somewhere. <laughs> I don't know. This is actually a museum. I don't know if you realize that. Yeah. Well, she needed the uh she needed me to go to the Dollar General for her. So the newspaper she was wrapped up in were from 2020. Okay. So she's been there a while. Yeah. And uh, she has now been arrested for financial identity fraud and abuse of a corpse. She's being <laughs> held in the Washington <laughs> County Detention Center. That's so gross. And the body has been sent to Arkansas State Crime Lab for positive identification. All right. Now, Carl. Yes. That brings us to the thing that we are very reluctant to talk about. I don't have any notes on this one. I do. You just had to sit back and get serious. Well, this is disturbing. Okay. So Vinny, so, Vinny brought this to my attention yesterday. I discovered this yesterday. Yes. And, um, well, well just, just let's okay. just Okay. Let me just start. Yeah. I get uh, all sorts of submissions for the creep off. And gangrenous, much appreciated, Tim. gangrenously, our boy Alex sends me just an amazing selection every week. Yeah. There's some weeks where like he has such good stories. I use all of them. I keep looking, but I mean, this kid really is good. Yeah. And he sent me this one and I'm looking at it. I'm going, huh? That name rings a bell. Wait, Alex didn't know who this was. Nope. Oh my God. That's even crazy. Carl and I haven't even discussed this yet. So that's this e is a, my end. This is what happened. That's even crazier. So I'm looking at the story when I'm pulling things out. I'm like, Oh, I like the headline for this. I might use this. Let's read it. Read the headline. Read the headline. Hold on. Let's get it out there. Hold so on. So everyone knows what we're talking about. Okay. Hold on. I got to pull it up. Sorry, Carl. One this second. is, by the way. I'm going to pull up the actual story. Th this is, the, the comedy portion of the show is ending. <laughs> if, if anyone's looking for, for more uh, lulls, that that is past. And now we're going to talk about something that is pretty serious, I would, I would imagine. Yeah, I'm just trying to find it. I'm sorry. I want to make sure I have the proper you unprepared boob. Well, I didn't have the actual story pulled. That's all right. I, I learned I this, have it right I here. learned this technique from Gino Bisconti. Stalling time. Stalling for time. Stalling, stalling, stalling for time. Okay, here we go. Clinton Township man killed girlfriend, lived with mutilated remains for seven months. Prosecutors say. This is the headline. Yeah. Now I'm looking at this and I'm going, huh, that name rings a bell. Mm -hmm. And I'm looking at the mugshot. Here's the mugshot. You got it. Oh, yep. 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 And I'm looking at the name. Mm -hmm. And I'm looking at the mugshot. I recognize him. And then I go, huh, that name is, uh, isn't that the same name as uh, Podcast Hitman? So Podcast Hitman is a fan of Who Are These Podcasts and uh, was really, really excited about Patrick Michael and uh, would... Try to get on Patrick Michael's show, would send him messages, send me a bunch of messages about Patrick Michael's show, give me all sorts of information. He was uh, very active in our Discord, especially in the uh, Seamus chat yep. channel and also the other Discord server that's dedicated to Patrick Michael. I have um, messages, DMs from him going back to mid-June. Yeah. So just, you know, 45 so days ago. What I did was I pulled up his Twitter and I looked at his photo on Twitter. Yeah. And I looked at the mugshot and then I sent the two pictures to you and I said, does this look like the same person to you? Yeah. And I said, yes, that's the same person. Yeah. It's definitely. Him. And then I sent it to Alex and I said, does this look like the same person as you? 
And then I sent it to Kaya and just said, does this look like the same person to you? And we all just looked at it and they all came back to me and go, yeah, that looks like the same dude. And then I went and found a Facebook page. Yeah. And there was a the same Twitter picture, the same Facebook page. And yeah. then I went and looked at his social media, like his Twitter yeah, yeah, yeah. and his Twitch channel yeah, 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 and all yeah. that stuff. And suspiciously, there have been no posts since right around the time at the end of July when an arrest was made. So the age of the person also lines up with this guy's it's, age. It's, it's, a, it's the same name. It's Matthew Lewinsky. Yes. It's yes. him. It's him. It's Podcast Hitman. Yeah. Murdered his girlfriend and lived with the remains for seven months before it was discovered. And what's crazy about this, Vinny, is people will remember this, people listening to the show. That podcast hitman was in our Discord actively every week, giving us information. Hey, he was sending me clips. He was sending us all this information. All of a sudden, he goes, "Guys, I have a girlfriend. It's a very serious relationship. I'm not going to be able to participate in the show anymore." And he kind of like bowed eyes. Like, I have a girlfriend. And then mysteriously, a couple months later, he came back and was back at it. And that was if, around like, December last year. I don't know what it was, but as if the relationship maybe wasn't as important to him anymore. Was that was just the sense that I got? And by the way, all of this was normal. None of this, I, I no red flags. None of it. I ever had a suspicion of anything. He just seemed like a normal guy who enjoyed the show and participated and liked to fuck with Patrick Michael, as so many people do. Well, I'll read the story to you, folks. Please. Clinton Township man has been charged with murdering his girlfriend, mutilating her remains, and living with her body for at least seven months. The Macomb County Prosecutor's Office announced on Wednesday that Matthew Lewinsky of Clinton Township was arrested and charged with multiple crimes, including murder and mutilation of the body. He allegedly strangled his girlfriend and kept her corpse in the condo that they shared. According to the prosecutor's office, Lewinsky killed his living girlfriend, Jerry Winters, in December and kept her remains in the basement until his sister discovered her body in late July. The Makeup County's prosecutor's office said Lewinsky and Winters got into an argument in the living room of the uh, apartment and that Lewinsky admitted to strangling her and then dragging her body into the basement of the condo. While her remains were kept in the basement, the prosecutor said Lewinsky removed large portions of skin from her back. Why? The prosecutor did not explain why this action was taken. Uh... Throughout the winter and spring of 2021, Lewinsky lived with the remains in the basement, the prosecutor said. But on July 28th, Lewinsky's sister, sister discovered Winter's body. She called 911 and Lewinsky was arrested. He was arraigned on Friday and charged with first-degree murder, and he's in front of a judge again today, from what I understand. So, Patrick Michael has talked about Podcast Hitman a lot. Like, that's that's the guy that's on his radar. So he talks here's about what I Roy want. and Richard and Podcast Hitman. He talks about the guy who likes wrestling and wrestling podcast guy. He's always talking about Podcast Hitman. Dude, I gotta get Patrick Michael's take on this. I, I, I sure. wish we could communicate with him some way that he would actually... Look. By the way, he's also invited to go on Anthony Cumia's show. I heard I'd that. like to tell him that. Yeah, he's That's invited Patrick Michael to come on anybody's show anytime he wants to. I know! It's insane! Yeah. Like, so many people <laughs> would die to do he that. He could walk in. He could walk in. I'd be like, whoa! Wouldn't it be great if he was on the creep-off and, and we talked to him about Podcast Hitman? Yes. It, that would go on Patreon. Now... <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great for us. No. <laughs> Carl, this is the craziest story. And the only thing that I could think of is I don't know how much you listen to the creep off, but like when you're removing chunks of the body, I'm just guessing there's a C word that comes to mind and makes me wonder why you would do that. Were you trying to chop up the body? But they said it was just pieces. Just it's like skin off the back. Did he eat it? I don't know. I don't like I hope that. he didn't eat that. 
I can't imagine that it was being preserved well if it was just in a basement for seven so months. So at some point, I want everybody it to know, stink. since Christmas time at some point, there was a gentleman in Michigan spraying a body with Febreze while listening to fucking the briefcase. Correct. That happened. It, while laughing at WATP. While laughing at WATP. And Dude, messaging you, me directly. I mean, I was going through our... I got messages from two. He messaged me about wrestling shit. <laughs> I was going through our recent chats back and forth, and it's just so normal. <laughs> Everything about it is so normal. <sighs> no, there's nothing about him that was normal. The more I started looking at his YouTube and stuff like that, he was a big boy, man. He was like two of me. He was a big boy. He was a big boy. I didn't realize he was that big of a dude. And, uh, like, I think he was missing a leg. He's missing a leg? I think he's missing a leg. Alex sent me, like, I was looking at videos, uh, his YouTube, and there's a video of him, like, outside. Like, he was trying to work off the weight. Like, he was trying to do, like, motivational exercise videos. Mm -hmm. And it looked like he had a prosthetic on one of his legs. Oh. Yeah, he's, uh, he's a weirdo. And um, that, that if story... he admitted that he strangled her, I mean, honestly, God, go fuck yourself from now until fucking forever. Well, it, I did get the sense that he's not used to having a girlfriend. I, I will say that. That was the thing that stood out when he was like, sorry, guys, can't listen to the podcast anymore because oh. now I have a girlfriend. I'm like, I mean, how many girlfriends do you need to have to know not to fucking strangle them? <sighs> that poor girl. Yeah. She, she picked the wrong one. Yeah. I mean, honestly, flag. if a girl listens to Carl's shows, do not date that person. Um, honestly, though, all of a sudden, I'm feeling like your wife made a good decision. And this is the first time I've ever thought that. My wife, like, holy shit, she was onto something picking Vinny. He's not trying to fucking murder her and leave her in the basement for seven months. <sighs> so, uh, anyway, podcast hitman uh, murdered his girlfriend. And I don't know what his plan was. But he just had the body in his house. Here's the thing about bodies. They're not set it and forget it. <laughs> you need a refrigeration unit. Yeah, you got to do something. <laughs> I, I honest to God, all I've been picturing when I've heard this is like, I've been thinking of like, remember that scene in Seven where there was just the house that was covered in like little trees? Yeah. The little like fucking, I mean, I'm floored by this. I'm floored and by I this. called you last night after I was figuring this all out and piecing it together. And I called you, and you were about to go on stage. And you're like, I cannot fucking talk about this. I was literally sound checking for my band last night. He like, fucking strangled her, dude. He's I, like, I'm like, I know. Man, I know. Man, 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 man. <laughs> I'm trying to get into a better headspace. Give me a second. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I hope I ruined your show. I hope you're terrible. I'm trying to play a comedy rock show, asshole. Can you please leave me alone? <laughs> Jesus. Wow. All right. Well, that's a good way to end the episode, I would say. <sighs> on that note. Oh, maybe. So we can officially say now when people go, what are you going to do? Like, do creeps like listen to your show? Like, yes. 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 By creeps, for creeps, about creeps. It's fucking official. Might be the name of this episode. It might actually yeah. be the name of this episode. The, the tagline. I might be official. leading toward, I might be leading towards set it and forget it though. <laughs> I, <haven't laughs> I do like that. Yeah, that's I good. haven't decided. That's pretty but good. But Carl, that uh, is the end of our show, I guess. Make sure that you go to the creep off and vote. Yes. And we need to pick a day this week. Carl, can we do the uh, Chris Chan episode? Yep. You, yeah, free, you free like Thursday, maybe? Yeah. Yeah, we can make that happen. Okay. So uh, tomorrow at noon, Creeps and Roses, I ladies like and gentlemen. everyone has talked about Chris Chan at this point, but that's all right. We'll yeah, we're doing it. the Hall of Fame episode, we'll and we're going to try to go deep. Okay, good. I'm working on it. So go, go deep like she did in her mom. <laughs> <sighs>
boy. But I should mention, by the way, we never talk about this, but a lot of people listen to the show. You can watch the show on YouTube. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. And you'll get notifications every Monday around noon. I say around noon because uh, it's early for me. Every Monday at noon, we record the show and you can watch it live. And yeah. uh, there's there's some video elements of it and stuff. So. Jody B. Lucky says Matt has to change his name from Podcast Hitman to Podcast Superfly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't have the fucking Hitman moniker anymore, sir. You cannot be Smirch the Hitman. It's Matthew Benoit. Matthew Benoit. <laughs> The Quinn Township Crippler. That's what we'll call him. Ladies and gentlemen, it's nice to be important. It's more important to be nice. Gagia. Dick Masterson's flight has been booked. He will be with us live in Chicago, August 28th. May your enemies be cursed in your podcast adventures.